Hello and welcome to the Otter Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Page, and today we are fishing out our phones to accept a call from a number you'll hopefully won't recognize. Today on the Otter, we are talking about a cursed phone number that killed everyone who ever had it. When that unknown caller pops up on your screen, let's just hope it's a scam line and not the Grim Reaper. Make sure to grab your charger and check your service, and let's go! if it isn't my lovely little collection of otters. How are how are you? How are we feeling after our deep trek into the Ditloff Pass last episode? Have we all substantially warmed back up? I'm really curious about what you all think happened to all those hikers. If you really enjoyed it, or if you didn't, please leave a rating and review. They really do help. For the returning listeners, welcome back. For the new listeners, welcome, welcome to the Otter Podcast, where we are a trail mix of all things unknown, unsolved, and just plain odd. If you have an idea for an episode you think would be fun, good news, I do listener requests. So if you want your own personalized episode, you can send me an email at theotterpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and know what you want to hear from me. I also want to thank everyone who has been patient over the past month or so. I've had some major life stuff going on and have done my best to stay consistent, but I appreciate the patience. Today is going to be kind of a quick episode, I believe. Unfortunately, I never really know how long they turn out to be until I'm finished with recording and editing, but let's settle in and see who's on the other side of the line. I'm willing to bet that most of my listeners have a phone. You're probably listening to this episode on one right now. Worldwide, over 6.84 billion people have a smartphone. It's actually more uncommon to not have your own personal communication device. Now we can all hop in and argue who's better, Apple, Android, the melee weapon that was the Nokia, but no matter which brand, make, model, or emoji platform that you have sworn your blood oath to, more than likely you have a cell phone on you somewhere right now. Even more likely is that you have a personal number. Now, the advent of apps has made it so people can get a number through more than just a phone carrier. Some people, either because they cannot afford it or just because of the remote area they live in, use apps like TextFree or TextNow to get a secondary line on an untraceable number. Some people even do it to try and contact someone who blocked their real number, even though they are probably blocked for a reason and should leave that person alone. Yeah, some people, right? Anyway, cell phones, phone lines, and phone numbers are a modern day necessity. You really can't do anything without them. Most people, if asked who created the phone, would respond to Alexander Graham Bell. But this fact is actually debated, and the credit for the inventor of the object that would eventually give us the power to reach anyone from anywhere at any time would be split between several men. Would you believe the origin of the telephone is actually steeped in lawsuit after lawsuit and claim after claim? Alexander Graham Bell would be awarded the first U.S. patent for the invention of the telephone in 1876. However, a man named Antonio Miucci constructed a voice communication device in 1856 that many credit as the first true telephone. Utilizing a vibrating diaphragm and a magnet that he had electrified with a spiral wire, Miyuchi was able to transmit his voice over a series of wires in his home. 
He created this device in order to communicate with his wife, who was ill at the time. He wanted to be able to stay in contact with her while she rested in the second floor bedroom and he worked in the basement laboratory. Using this setup as his base, he would create 30 different variants of this telephone between 1856 and 1870. He had intended to develop this prototype, but was unable to find the capital to finance his invention. Many believe that even though he never received a patent, Miyuchi is still the man deserving of the credit for the birth of the invention that would later lead to all our modern day cell phones. Honestly, in research for this episode, I found a plethora of cool facts about modern day phones. For instance, do you know that in film and TV, in order for them to show a phone number without accidentally getting someone's actual line filled up with calls, they use Klondike 5, which is an exchange code that has never been assigned in the United States. So a TV show might show a character's number as 555-9698, but that 555 would prevent you from actually going anywhere but a dead end if you tried to call it. Sometimes films and shows try to get around this, but usually have disastrous results. Take the film Bruce Almighty, where the pager number for God was shown as 7762323. This was because the number did not exist in Buffalo, New York, where the film was set. This later was changed for the DVDs as 555-2323 after several people in other cities who did have that number kept getting called by viewers asking to speak to God. The most famous of phone numbers from the song Jenny by Tommy Two-Tone where the lead singer belts out 8675309 was also not a fictional number, leading to the owners of the line being bombarded by calls. But we aren't here for fun phone facts, we are here because we love cursed things. And while your phone number may be sacred, secret, or something to scroll on the bathroom wall, one specific phone number would be blamed for the deaths of three people and garner the name of the cursed phone number. Vladimir Grashnov was the chief executive officer of Bulgarian mobile phone company Mobitel. While working at the company, he was the first recipient of the private phone number 0888-888-888. Grashnov would use this number until his untimely death at age 48, when he would pass from cancer. However, a rumor would quickly spread following his death that the sickness was actually caused by radioactive poison used by a business associate. These claims could never be founded. The next operator of the 888 number would be Konstantin Dimitrov. Born in Semakov, Bulgaria, Konstantin would grow up to be one of the most famous Bulgarian mobsters. He was well off, owned several houses and apartments, and had a hand in businesses ranging from trade, imports, restaurants, and farming. On December 6, 2003, Dimitrov would be shot dead on Dam Square in Amsterdam. He had been staying in a hotel in the area after fleeing Bulgaria earlier that year when a different shooting attempt had been made on him. He was walking with his girlfriend when a man ran up and shot him in the back of the head. The bullet traveled through Dimitriov before also striking the girlfriend. Fortunately, she would live. A Dutchman identified only as Erwin V would later be convicted in court after he was identified as the shooter while drinking coffee in a cafe. He was sentenced to 15 years in jail. The reasoning behind the shooting would be attributed to his ties to the mob, his $500 million drug empire, and the jealousy of the Russian mafia. 
he would die with his phone in his pocket. The number would pass from one Constantine to another. Constantine Dishleaf was a real estate agent in daylight but moonlighted as a drug lord. Secretly, he was running a massive cocaine trafficking ring and was using the curse number to do so. In 2005, police would intercept $200 million worth of the white powder products from reaching Colombia, and as a result, Dishleaf would be gunned down in an Indian restaurant outside Sofia, Bulgaria. The shooter remains unidentified. Following the death of Dishleaf, Mopatel decided to permanently deactivate the number, as rumors began to race about its cursed nature. Anyone it calls it now simply receives a message stating it is outside of network coverage. Now, otters, as we know, most cursed objects have a reason behind their cursing. A spurned lover, a vengeful spirit, a witch, slash warlock, whatever. Then again, most cursed objects are just that. Objects. People buy cursed dolls, collect cursed paintings, and burn cursed buildings to the ground. But a phone number isn't an object. With the exception of Grashnov, who may or may not have had a choice in the number, neither Constantine's had a choice on their phone number. Why would they be punished by a cursed object that was chosen for them? And who could have cursed a phone number? What is it about the number 0888-888-888 that would take three lives? Numerology is the belief in the mystical relationship between numbers and the occult. In this belief, the number 8 actually is defined by its achiever status and measures life through the reaching of a goal. It is a number that reflects not only balance but also equality. In Chinese culture, the number 8 is even considered to be the luckiest possible number, so much so that a Chinese airline paid the equivalent of $280,723 to use the phone number 8888-8888. Listen, I'm going to be doing this a lot in this episode, so just brace yourself for hearing me say phone numbers repetitively. So the number 8 itself is not inherently cursed, so is the phone number featuring multiple 8s cursed? Both of the Constantines lived risky lives. They had occupations in the drug industry that put both of them in daily danger. So were they killed not because they owned a cursed phone number, but simply as a consequence to the choices they had made in life? And Grashnov did not die a violent death, he died of cancer. While the rumor was that he was actually killed after being poisoned by a business associate, this was never proven and seems to be something we'd find more readily in a James Bond film than reality. While the story of the cursed phone number is fun to tell at campfires and sleepovers, there's actually very little substance to it. I couldn't even find detailed info about Grashnov or Dishleaf listed anywhere. Maybe this cursed line really is just a dead end. However, there is more fun to be had. Haha, <laughs> you thought I was finished, didn't you? Well, not yet. In all my digging, I also stumbled upon several other cursed, hoax, or just spooky phone numbers said to be out and operational. Quick disclaimer from Legal, which is just my cat in a little tie with a briefcase. The Otter is not endorsing anyone to call any of these numbers, and if you do, and you get a virus, or a bug, or a cold on your phone, then that is squarely on you. And any of the little otters who are listening, do not call strange numbers without your parents' permission. Okay, now that we've appeased the little lawyer, here are some of the other cryptic phone numbers said to bring misery and woe. If you happen to dial the number, 
407-734-0254, you may get Wrinkles the Clown. Based out of Naples, Florida, this number actually links you to a clown service where you can arrange for party visits or even just a frightening of your children. The number will direct you to a voicemail where you can hear a chilling message and get your kicks for the week. I'm actually thinking about doing a whole separate episode on Wrinkles the Clown, so he might come back. The number 618-625-8313 provided Netflix watchers with a fun little step into the world of Stranger Things. The number appears in the show for the character Murray Bauman in Season 3. But Murray isn't the only Stranger Things phone number you can call. Call 907-206-7700 to get a message from Yuri from Yuri's Fish and Fly to book a trip with him. 202-968-6161 is the number to call the Nina Project, which is the isolation tank where Eleven was held in the fourth season, and where you'll just get a lot of typing and modem noises. And finally, 805-457-4992 to get a hold of Surfer Boy Pizza and put in an order with Argyle. Granted, those aren't really scary or cursed, but it's a fun feature done by the show. Want to have a conversation with yourself? Calling 909-390-0003 puts you on the echo line. Technically, this is a real thing used to test the audio delay of your phone, but when you call this number and speak, you'll hear your own voice speaking back to you. Getting into some real scary stuff for those of our listeners based in the UK, the number 20202020 was an urban legend phone number. Said to be completely free to dial, it would be picked up by a strange woman who just kept ominously repeating that something bad was happening to a girl named Susie. Dialing the number 10 million is also an urban legend. By calling the number, you will be part of Dangerous Game, where you have to then get 15 separate people to call the 10 million number or you'll suffer a terrible fate. And of course, how could we forget Satan? Calling 666-666-6666 is said to get you callbacks from ominous otherworldly sounds and strange voicemails straight from the pits of hell. The proof of actual cursed phone numbers is very slim, but in the modern age where everyone and everything has a phone number, it's fun to have a few urban legends surrounding it. Well, that's all for this episode. So what do you think? Do you believe in the cursed phone number? Would you call any of the ones listed? What number did you consider unlucky? Let us know what you think on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and leave a review. The OtterPod is also on TikTok. Come follow us there. Have a suggestion for the show? Send me an email at theotterpod at gmail.com with your request and whether you'd like me to mention your name, your alias, or nothing at all. Remember, this is the otter side, so give me something cool, creepy, or confusing to deep dive for you. If you like the show, leave us a review. They really help. Let's hope that ominous ringing is just a scam caller. The Otter Podcast posts every other Thursday. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time on the otter side.